You are listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. We can play a part in helping alleviate the needs of the poor. Discover our role in being a blessing to others in week two of Who Cares? In this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Last week, uh, diniscuss si Pastor Sani about He Cares and referring to Jesus Christ who even came here on earth, died on the cross, and rose again from the dead. And while he was in his earthly ministry, he demonstrated what genuine compassion is really all about by healing sick people, praying for those who are in need. At sa oras na ito, titignan po naman natin yung ating responsibility. And as a church, we say, because we, we became recipient of the Lord's compassion, we can extend compassion to others. And it's time for us to be the Lord's ambassadors, to be the Lord's representatives here on earth. Allow me first to show you a survey before we start. Ito po ay survey of Ibon Foundation. And according to the survey, 80% of the Filipinos consider themselves as poor. And I hope you are not considering yourselves right now as poor. Okay, very good, very good, very good. Okay. 53% of the country's population is below 25 years old. Now, anong kinocommunicate sa atin ng survey na ito? Sinasabi po nito, ibig sabihin, marami pong mga young people, mga young generation, mga kabataan, ang walang kakayanan. Okay? Nasa mahihirap sila, ibig sabihin, walang kakayanan na mag-provide ng education para sa kanilang sarili. And you know, education is a very important vehicle. It's a very important tool for them to really reach their dream and be productive as a person, as an individual. You know, it has been said that we have to give fish to those who are in need. But it is even better if we empower them and teach them how to catch fish. Right? But without the necessary vehicle, how can, even if they know, even, even, even if they, even if, we would like to teach them how to catch fish if they don't have the boat, if they don't have the vehicle, the tool to catch fish, hindi rin sila makakapunta ron sa gitna ng karagatan para mamingwit. So we believe that as a church, God has called us in this manner wherein all of us collectively, we are uniting our efforts together to help young people to really study, especially those who are in need, those who belong to the poor families. Now, I would like to show you these pictures, and this tells you something. It's so obvious. Just by showing this picture, you know, this is a picture of poverty. Amen? These are pictures of poverty, and this is a very natural thing in our nation. Nakikita na ho natin, hindi na ho tayo kinakailangan magpakalayo o pumunta ng maraming probinsya para makakita nito. You see, sinasabi natin ng mga kabataan ang pag-asa ng bayan, pero kung ang mga kabataan natin ay makikita natin nakatira dito at nakikita nila ang kanilang sarili na ganito ang kanilang ginagawa, nagtatrabaho sa basurahan, naghahanap ng makakain para sa kanilang pamilya, paano natin masasabi ang mga kabataan ay pag-asa ng bayan? Nakakalungkot po, bagamat alam natin, Poverty is a curse, pero hindi po kasalanan ng marami sa mga mahihirap kung bakit sila mahirap. Yes, it is true, there are so many people who are poor because they are lazy. However, that's not the situation all the time. Nakita niyo ba yung batang yun? 
Do you think it's their choice to be poor? Poverty is a curse. That's why Jesus Christ came here on earth in order to give hope to the poor, in order to give hope to the helpless, to those who are in need. And we as a church, we are called by Christ to be His ambassadors, to somehow share the Word of God to them and give them hope, not just a news. Not, yes, we, we are to minister to them the good news, but to give tangible evidence of that good news by providing them the necessary help that they need. Amen? So tumayo po tayong lahat itong ating pag-aaralan sa oras na ito. Buksan po natin sa Matthew 25, beginning verse 31 up to 36. Matthew chapter 25, beginning 31 hanggang 36. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, He will sit on His throne in heavenly glory. All the nations will be gathered before Him and He will separate the people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on His right and the goats on His left. Then the King will say to those on His right, Come, you who are blessed by My Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Let's bow down our head. Thank you so much, God. Lord, we just thank you for this time that we can truly meditate on your word and listen to your voice. Kami po ay narito para maunawa ng iyong salita at may apply ito sa aming buhay. Help us, Holy Spirit, to do this. And we just ask you, Father, to let Jesus Christ be exalted in our time of studying your word and in our lives. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay? We are going to be talking about reasons to reach out with compassion. As a church, as Christ reached out during His earthly ministry, we are supposed to also reach out. And there are basically two reasons why we have to do that. First is our condition, that we are distinct people because we are people of God. And we, there must be a great difference between a believer and a non-believer. That's our condition, that's our situation. We are distinct because we are believers of the Lord. And second, we are blessed by God. Who among you believe that you are blessed? Raise your hands. Yes, we are blessed by God. And second, we're going to talk about our call. How do we put into action the things, the confession of our faith? In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 31, He who oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. Kadalasan kapag ka nagkakaroon po ng kalamidad, lahat tayo ay nagtutulong-tulong para matulungan po natin yung mga nabiktima ng kalamidad. Tama ho ba? And many of us probably nagbibigay tayo sa mga orphanages okay, para tayo ay makatulong. Wala pong masama doon. Maganda po ang lahat ng bagay na yon. However, gusto ko pong makita na ang ating compassion sa ibang tao o yung ating pagbibigay is not being driven by guilt. Yung pag nakukonsensya ka para bang... Uh, kasi pagka ganun lang, season na lang. Our generosity by helping the poor must be driven by our faith in God. Faith in God in such, in such a way that we ourselves 
became recipient of, of the compassion of the Lord. And because we are recipient of the Lord's compassion, isn't it appropriate that we should also extend this compassion to others? We must be driven by our faith. And if we are driven by our faith, then generosity to those who are in need would be a lifestyle. Amen? It's not just on an occasional basis. Now, later on, I will tell you how you're going to do that. Now, according to Tim Keller, in his, in, in his book, Generous Justice, so from, in, uh, from his ancient times, the God of the Bible stood out from the gods of all other religions as a God on the side of the powerless, say powerless, and of justice for the poor. So, the God that we have is a God of compassion. Even when Jesus Christ was here in His earthly ministry, He ministered and gave His time to the powerless, to the victims of injustices, especially to those who are vulnerable. These are the poor, these are the women, these, uh, these were actually the, uh, the children. And Jesus Christ would minister to them and heal their sick. And according to the Greek word of the word compassion, Jesus Christ could not help but really do something about it. Tayo, pagka medyo nakita mo yung tao, naawa ka lang, kawawa naman siya, pero wala kang ginawa. But when we describe in Greek word yung compassion ni Jesus, compassion ni God sa tao, certainly He is going to do something about it. Amen. Hindi lang basta naawa siya, He would do something about it. Kikilos at kikilos ang Diyos. Ganun po ang Panginoon. And that's the kind of compassion na gusto ni Lord na makita sa kanyang church, sa bawat isa sa atin. Now, let's talk about our condition. Sa Matthew 25, verse 32, sabi ron, all the nations will be gathered before Him. So this meaning, during judgment, okay? He will separate the people from one another as a shepherd se separates the sheep, say sheep, from the goats, say goats. Who among you believe that you are part of the sheep of God? Are you sure? Some of you are quite ano, skeptical. Okay? Sabi mo sa katabing, you are sheep of God. Hindi tayo kambing. Okay? Okay. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Now, there is big difference between a sheep and a goat. Okay? Una, as a sheep, okay, we became recipient of the Lord's salvation. Who among you believes that you are saved? Yes, we are saved by the grace of God. Meaning, we have eternal life in Christ Jesus. Because we accepted Him in our hearts and because Christ made this a reality in us. Now, as a sheep of the Lord, aside from our salvation, we receive transformation from the Lord. Have you experienced change in your life? Kapag nakaranas ka ng pagbabago, nabago ka, nagkaroon ng realidad at substance yung gospel sa buhay mo, naging totoo lalo. Hindi lamang isang theology ang kaligtasan. Ito ay isang realidad sa buhay natin. In, a, in practical ways, may i-apply natin. So, nagkaroon ng pagbabago. So, madali sirita, ang goat, walang kaligtasan. Ang goat ay hindi rin nakararanas ng transformation. Reformation maybe, but not really transformation. But Jesus transformed us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, ruled by the Son of the living God. Now, may malaki yung pagkakaiba. Tayo ay nabubuhay sa liwanag, ang goat ay nabubuhay sa kadiliman. So, pagdating ng panahong yun, when Christ would judge the, the, uh, all, all, the, all the people, 
ihihiwalay doon niya, ilalagay doon niya doon sa kanyang right yung mga tupa, yung mga sheep. At doon doon sa kaliwa, ilalagay naman niya yung mga goat. Okay? Now, alam natin, ang mga sheep distinct sila, may malaking kaibahan. Okay? Pero, ang isa dapat malaking kaibahan na ipinapakita ng verse na ito sa atin ay hindi lamang tayo ay may kaligtasan. Hindi lamang tayo ay binago ng Panginoon. Hindi lamang tayo ay bless. Kundi isang malaking kaibahan is that hindi lamang natin kinukonfess yung ating pananampalataya kay Kristo but there must be fruit of our confession. Makikita yung bunga, yung ebidensya na tayo nga talaga ay tunay na Kristiyano. Yes, we profess we have our faith in Christ Jesus, but unless people would see the tangible evidence of that faith, they may not believe. They may not even believe on the gospel. You see, what we have in our hands is the good news. Sabihin nyo, good news. Good news will always be a good news. How? As long as there are families being transformed, as long as there are sick people who are being healed, as long as there are people being changed, people being born again and becoming members of the family of God, as long as there are poor who would eventually be alleviated from that situation and experience the blessings of God, we see those are tangible evidence of God's grace, of God's salvation, of God's good news to all of us. Amen. People would only believe that good news is really a good news not because you are good in explaining theology about theology of salvation but because they experience the reality of that good news. We have the responsibility as a church. May responsibility bilang mga tupa because as I said, we are ambassadors of God. We are the representative of the Lord. Once we bring them in, we say, the Lord loves you so much. Those are just words. But unless we demonstrate what really love is all about, may hirapan silang maintindihan yun. Amen. Yung nakita natin kanina na mga lugar, it's not a better place for them. Do you believe? Those places are not really good for them. As a believer, let us help them vision something better for themselves. Why don't you think of a better place for you for me, and for the entire human race. You see, there are people dying. But if you care enough for the living, think of a better place. For you and for me and for others. Amen. Remember this. We are the Lord's. We are God's children. We are the one who make a brighter day. So let's start giving. Amen. There are people dying. <laughs> So, <laughs> during that day, magkakaroon ng tinatawag na separation of the sheep and the goat. Why? Dahil in-expect ng Panginoon, sabi ng Colossians 3.12, Therefore, as God's chosen people, we are chosen people of God. Amen. Yeah. Holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So, compassion is one of those. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16, you are the salt of the earth. Sino tinutukoy dito? Yung mga sheep, yung mga believers. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you are the salt of the earth. 
Sa Tagalog, may alat ka pa. <laughs> Hindi lang asim. <laughs> may alat ka pa. Okay. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Mawapag wala na raw saysay, yung, as- yung ipagla ng alat yung asin, nawawala na ito ng saysay. Why? Because it is no longer serving its purpose. We are the salt of the earth. Ang question dun, may alat ka ba? O matabang ka? Ano ba ang ginagawa ng asin? Okay? Nasubukan niyo na bang kumain kayo halimbawa ng sinigang na walang asin? O kaya prinitong isda tapos walang asin? Di ba? Parang, kuma- basta kumain ka lang. But you know what? Kumakain tayo, hindi lamang para mabusog. Kumakain tayo para mag-enjoy din. Tama. In the same way, we live our lives, we must also enjoy this life. We live not just for the sake of living, we live because God would like us to enjoy life because life came from Him. Now, how about you becoming a flavor to give flavor to the lives of other people? Isn't it wonderful? Na ikaw ginagamit ka para isang buhay na mahirap, isang buhay na walang kakayanang mag-aral, yung isang buhay na nangangailangan ng tulong, natulungan mo, at naranasan din niya ang kabutihan ng Panginoon, nagkaroon ng flavor yung kanyang buhay. Because life is meant to be enjoyed. We are the salt of the earth. We are supposed to give flavor to the lives of other people as well. Amen? Amen. Let's give Him praise. Now, another thing. You are the light of the world. According to verse 14. Sabi mo sa katabi muli, you are the light of the world. Basta hindi pundido, ha? Okay. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Okay. Light is always against darkness. Poverty is part of darkness. Sickness is part of darkness. Death is part of darkness. But the Bible says we are the light of the world and we are supposed to stand where darkness is. Are you there? We are supposed to be the light of the world because in the first place, the great light, the Lord Jesus Christ, has come upon us and gave us the light that comes from Him. So we now have the light. Sa so, may liwanag tayo, dapat naroon tayo, hindi sa mga maliwanag na, naroon tayo doon sa kadiliman para mag-spread ang liwanag. Amen. Ibig sabihin, ko ang poverty, ang death, ang sickness, kasi bunga yan ang kasalanan. Ito ay kinukonsider na darkness. Therefore, we have a role to play as light of this world. Pwede natin silang bigyan ng liwanag. Because we have the good news and we understand what the good news is. And it talks about the death and resurrection of Christ that provided us salvation. Now forgiveness is available and there is now hope in Christ. Alam natin yung kinukommunicate natin sa kanila yung mensahe na yun. Pero yung balitang yun hindi lubusang magiging magandang balita na dapat nilang ikasiya. Kung narinig lamang nila naintindihan pero hindi nakikita sa buhay natin kung paano natin binibigyan ng substance, kung paano natin binibigyan ng ebidensya ang magandang balita. Adyan po kayo. Ang magandang balita ay magandang balita kapag ito ay nararanasan. Now, halimbawa, katulad sa ating bansa, sabi, o tumaas ang ekonomiya maunlad ng Pilipinas. 
Sabi ng mga nandoon sa depressed area. Okay. Statistics shows na mayaman ang Pilipinas. Maganda lang ekonomiya. Marami yung mayaman. Pupunta pa nga ng ibang bansa. Pero sila, hindi na nararamdaman. Ibig sabihin nun. So kahit anong sabihin mong magandang balita sa kanila, umunlad ng Pilipinas, who cares? Yun ang sasabihin nila. Ang pakialam namin sa mga statistics na yan, ay eh kami naririto. In the same manner that we have a good news, Jesus is the hope of everyone. But unless we provide the tangible evidence through our good works, through our good deeds, hindi nila mararamdaman. If you say, mahal ka ni Lord, pero hindi mo pinapakitang mahal mo siya, those are just words. Naunan niyo ibig sabihin? Parang sabihin niyo, Pastor, wala kami opportunities tumulong sa mga may hirap eh. Natatanungin ko kayo, sino sa inyo may katulong? How do you treat your housemaids? Sino sa inyo may mga driver? May hardinero? Sino sa inyo mayroong kamag-anak, kapatid na mahirap? Hindi mo kinakailangan magpakalayo. Dahil tinuturo sa atin ng Panginoon na ang pagtulong at pag-extend ng compassion must be a lifestyle, ito'y dapat nagsisimula sa loob ng ating bakuran. Dahil kung hindi magsisimula ito sa loob ng bakuran, hindi inaasahan na magagawa mo ito sa labas ng iyong bakuran. How do you treat your housemaids? Misan mga housemaids na nga sila, kasambahay nyo na, pero ganun, alam nyo na yung kalagayan nila. And yet, minsan, hindi pa maganda yung treatment natin sa kanila. Hindi natin alam, hindi naman magsasalita kasi yan kung ano yung mga longings nila, kung anong problema ng pamilya nila, kung bakit sila nagkakatulong. Because primarily, gusto nilang mabuhay ng may dangal. Amen. Instead of becoming a prostitute, sila yung nagkakatulong, pero kinakalaitratuhin natin sila para makita rin lang sarili nila may dignidad. Adyan po kayo? Doon po magsisimula sa loob ng ating bakuran kung paano tayong mag-extend ng compassion sa ibang tao na yung magandang balita ay talagang magandang balita nilang yayakapin dahil nakikita nila ang realidad sa pamamagitan ng buhay natin. Amen. When pag pinakita mong pagmamahal sa kanila at pagka-elektro, sinabi mong mahal ka ng Panginoon, maniniwala sila. Why? Dahil nakita muna nila sa atin, puno tayo ng liwanag, puno tayo ng pag-ibig ni Kristo. Amen? Praise God. Come on, let's, him, let's give Him praise. That's why in verse 16, it says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds, say good deeds, and glorify your Father in heaven. And I would like to quote that phrase, glorify your Father in heaven. Our good deeds is not about us. Blessing the poor and extending compassion to them is not about us. It's not even our resources. It's not even about them. Helping the poor is not about them. It's not about us. It's only about God Himself to glorify Him. Amen? Kasi kung ginagawa mo ang pagtulog sa mga mahirap dahil sa kanila, kapag kaya niyong mahihirap, hindi tumanaw ng utang ng loob at hindi nagpasalamat, magsasawa ka lang tumulong sa mga mahihirap. Kasi ginagawa mo yon para sa kanila. Pero kung ginagawa mo yun dahil sa pagmamahal mo sa Diyos, kahit ang mga taong ito hindi tumanaw ng utang ng loob o hindi magpasalamat, patuloy mo pa rin gagawin dahil alam mo ang Diyos ay laging matapat sa buhay mo. Amen. That is the motivation that we have to glorify God. In the same way that our wealth is not about us. 
It's about the Lord. Now, let me read Matthew 5, verse 13. Or I think this is verse 15. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared to you since the creation of the world. Now, anong ginawa ni Lord doon sa mga nasa kanan niya? Sinabi niya, Come, you who are blessed. We are not only distinct, but we are also blessed. Sino rito sa inyo ang blessed? Taas ang kamay. Pag mayroong hindi nakataas ng kamay, kalabitin nyo. Paalala nyo, you are blessed. Why? We have the greatest blessing of all. That's Jesus Christ Himself, who owned the entire universe. Amen? Our God is our Father, therefore we are rich. Now, Pastor naman, eh, I'm talking about the human standard of being rich. Eh. You're talking about something spiritual. Well, everything starts in spiritual before it happens to the physical. Now, if you see yourself as poor, then you are poor. But if you see yourself as rich, because somehow parang, ano yan eh, parang relative eh. Okay? If you think by, by having millions and billions in your bank accounts, then you can say you are rich, you are being mistaken. Kahit na wala kang millions and billions sa iyong bank account, ikaw ay malusog, ikaw ay kumpleto sa kamay at kumpleto sa paa, ikaw ay nakasuot ng magandang damit, ikaw ay kumakain three times a day, ikaw ay nabubuhay at natutulog ng mahimbing sa gabi, kapatid, mayamang ka. Dahil maraming tao halos hindi na nakakatulog. Amen. It's a matter of how you will look at ourselves. And it is God's will for you to experience the richness of God. Lahat ng mga bagay na sa mundo, kiriniate ng Diyos. Pero tayo, ini-enjoy natin ito, pero wag nating isipin, it's all about us. Now, may dalawang klaseng uh, ipipresenta ko sa inyo. Una, sabi ng iba, ay hindi pa ako blessed, kaya ay, hindi ko kayang i-bless yung ibang tao. Kasi hindi pa ako blessed, hindi pa ako milenaryo. How can I bless others? Alam nyo, kung ganun ang pananaw ng taong yun, walang darating sa sandali sa buhay niya na masasabi niyang siya i-bless. Kahit na meron pa siyang bilyon, sabi niya, kulang pa eh. Eh, ngayon, kahit na milyon-milyon, di ba, pagka nangangampanya, sinasabi lang, mahirap kami. Mahirap kami. Kahit na billion-billion sa taglayitin nila, mahirap pa rin tingin nila sa sarili nila. Because, basically, kapag ka ang tao nakahawak ng pera, misa natutokso sila sa pera, at iniisip nila, at imbis na yung pera ang kanilang maging alipin, sila nagiging alipin ng pera. Kaya tingin nila, mahirap pa rin sila. Kaya nagiging excusion para hindi nila i-extend yung blessing sa iba. At ang masakit nun, yung mga iba-ibang kaya-kamay-kaya sa buhay, iniisip nila, yung blessing nila ay dahilan yun ng sarili nilang pagsisikap. Maring partially, that is true. Pero nagagamit yun para sabihin, ay kasi naman mga tamad yan, mga yan, kaya may hirap sila. We take pride in our wealth. So yung iba iniisip nila na mahirap sila kaya hindi nila kaya mag-bless ng ibang tao. Yung iba na, mayaman sila, they take pride in it. Now, let me tell you this. The wealth that you have, whether that is considered as wealth, that is considered just something that you have, everything comes from the Lord. Everything is owned by God. He is the source of everything. There's nothing that we can boast and say, this is mine. Everything that we have belongs to God. Amen. At dahil ay pag-aari ng Diyos, at dahil si Jesus ang iyong Panginoon, lahat ng bagay na meron ka ay pag-aari ng Diyos. So when God tells you, Oh, anak, I would like you to bless this person. I would like you to help the poor. I would like you to help those victims of calamities. Because Jesus Christ is your Lord. He is also the Lord of your finances. Amen. So hindi struggle sa iyo ang magbigay. Why? Because on the first place, God has already blessed you 
So you can bless other people. Now, gusto ko pong maging ganito ang inyong pananaw. Huwag niyong isipin, hindi ko kayang mag-bless ng ibang tao kasi hindi pa ako kulang pa ako sa blessing. Okay? Gusto kong isipin ninyo, mag-bless kayo ng tao dahil kayo ay blessed na. There's so many ways that we can bless people. If you encourage a person who is discouraged, that is generosity. You are providing the necessary time to encourage and pray for the person. That's also part of generosity. You may not have money in your pocket right now, but if you give time for somebody who is discouraged and encourage that person and pray for that person, that's part of generosity. Amen. Generosity can be done in several ways. Extending compassion for others can be done in several ways. The most important thing is the attitude of our heart. Because once there is compassion in your heart, gagawa at gagawa ka ng paraan, katulad ni Lord, hindi ka pwedeng mananatili sa upuan mo, kikilos at kikilos ka, may gagawin ka to comfort one person. Amen. Come on. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, not to take pride on their wealth, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. You see, God is not just a provider of our needs. He's also provider of our enjoyment. Do you think it is God's will for you to enjoy life? Yung mapagkatapos mong kumain, minsan titikim ko pa ng ice cream. Kalooban ni Lord John na yung mga anak mo, madadala mo sa mall at maglalabo sila ron. Nang pinapanood mo na nag enjoy sila. Palagay mo kalooban ni Lord John. Yes. Even the things that we enjoy, pinoprovide ni Lord, not just our needs. Hindi kuripot ang Diyos natin. He is a generous God. Now, we just have to understand that the very reason why God is blessing us is so that we can be a blessing to other people. Now, there is a command again in verse 18. Command them to do good. Talking about people who are in a position to really bless others. To do good, to be rich in good deeds. And to be generous and willing to share. Say good deeds. Say generous. Say share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they, will, they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Wow! Alam nyo, mas masayo yung buhay na habang ikaw ay nagtatagumpay, tinutulungan mo rin ibang tao para magtagumpay. Kung iniisip mo, hindi ka pa matagumpay at gusto mong maabot ang iyong mga pangarap, if you would like to be successful, look for somebody in need and help that person to be successful. Once you help that person to be successful, you'll be able to be successful as well. Why? What you sow. What you sow is, is what you reap. This is the empowerment of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 9.11 You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Now, tignan po natin yung Good News Translation Bible. He will always make you rich. Enough. Say, rich enough. Kaninang gamit, rich lang. Ito ginamit, rich enough. Okay? To be generous at all times 
so that many will thank God for your gifts which they receive from us. Okay, ang message sa sinasabi nito ni Paul sa mga taga-Corinthians, yung pagbibigay ninyo is not really about the poor, it's not really even about your money, it's not really even about you. It's about God Himself. Because kapag may tao kang nabless, ang taong yan magpapasalamat kay Lord, so nag-glorify si Lord. Amen. Isn't it wonderful nakakita ka ng isang taong patapos mong bless eh, nagpapasalamat kay Lord. Kahit nga misin, hindi magpasalamat sa'yo. Pero nagpapasalamat siya kay Lord. Bakit? Anong dahilan ng pagpapasalamat niya kay Lord? Bahil bilines mo siya, may pangangailangan siya, natulungan mo siya, pinasalamatan niya si Lord, nag-glorify si Lord. Ngayon si Lord naman dahil sa nag-glorify siya, palagay mo, anong gagawin ni Lord sa'yo? <laughs> he will even multiply your blessings. Amen. Amen. Now, the right motive in giving, while it is true that when you bless somebody, God will bless you as well, even a hundredfold. But I don't want you to put that as a motive in your heart. The motive why you bless other people is not because God is going to multiply the blessings that you already have, but you are going to bless other people because you love God. And that is your response to the overwhelming compassion that you receive from the Lord. You just give what you receive from God. Amen. Are you there, people of God? Come on, let's give Him praise. This is actually number two. In Matthew 25, verse 35 to 36, again, sabi ganun, For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Are you thinking about the hungry and those who are thirsty? Hindi lamang huyan sa pagkain, hindi lamang huyan sa tubig, kundi sa tulong, sa encouragement, sa pag-asa. There are people who are hungry sa pag-asa. Hindi nila makita ang pag-asa. Nakita nila, malayo pa ang umaga. Kahit sa dilim, naghihintay pa rin. Umaasang, bukas ay may liwanag. Pero hindi lang makita yung liwanag na yun. Hindi e ba napakasarap? Pag kami natulungan ka, sasabihin nila, napakaganda ng umaga pagka tayo yung magkasama. Laging mayroong umagang kay ganda. Okay. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Yung susunod na verse yan, tinatanong ng mga tao, Lord, paano ka namin, kailan ka namin nakitang nagutom at ikaw ay aming pinakain? Kailan ka namin nakitang gutom at ikaw, oh, nauuhaw at ikaw ay aming pininom, etc., etc. And the master told them, when you have done all of these things to the least of my brethren, you have done it unto me. Dahil ginawa niyo ito doon sa mga kapatid ko, sa mga maliliit, ginawa niyo rin ito sa akin. Every time you see poor people that are in need, I would like you to see the eyes of Jesus Christ through their eyes. Kasi kapag kablines mo raw sila, ang binibless mo si Lord, adyan po kayo. Bagamat pag nakakita ka ng may hira, para bang, siyempre, marumi ang kanilang damit, di ba? Minsan, pakalat-kalat, para bang may tendency kang mainis, di ba? At talaga namang minsan ay nakakainis. But you have to start changing your perspective. Look at Christ in them. Sila yung dahilan, isa sa mga dahilan kung bakit si Kristo namatay sa krus. 
Maaaring hindi ganoon ang sitwasyon mo, but spiritually, maaaring ganoon din ang kalagayan mo before. But you receive the mercy and the compassion of God. That's why when you look at the poor, change your perspective. Kapag ka sila'y tinulungan mo, ginawa mo yung bagay na yun sa Panginoon. Now allow me to show you in Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 to 35. It says here, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Now, in verse 35 to 36, sinasabi ron, Jesus went to the town and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news, healing the, everyone with sickness, with disease. And Jesus Christ saw the crowd, and he had compassion on them, and he said, they are sheep without a shepherd. Tapos sa kasinabi yung verse 37, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Anong ibig sabihin ni Jesus? Ang hinahanap niya, hindi maraming ushers, hindi maraming music ministers. Ang hinahanap ng pwede sa workers dito, yung mga tutulong para ang mga taong ito itanggalin sa kanilang kaawa-awang kalagayan at mabigyan ng pag-asa sa pamamagitan ni Kristo. Amen. This is the original context of this verse. As the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into His harvest field. Ano yung harvest field na yun? These are the people who are in need, who are helpless, who are harassed. Like sheep without a shepherd. They need the shepherd who will lead them to the green pasture. Adyan po kayo. Papano yung iba makakaalis sa kahirapan kung hindi nila una kilala kung sino yung source ng lahat ng bagay. They need to know the source of everything in their lives and that's none other than Jesus Christ. Church, we are the workers of God. We are the ambassadors. We are the representatives. We are the workers that God needs to be in the harvest field. There are so many poor people. They are part of the harvest field. There are so many people who are sick. They are part of the harvest field. We have to extend our hands of compassion because when you extend your hand of compassion, you are extending the hand of God upon them. Amen. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 to 10. Don't get tired of helping others. You will be rewarded when the time is right if you don't give up. We should help people whenever we can, especially if they are followers of the Lord. Now, I would like to show you what Ms. Lina Wata, the executive director of Real Life Foundation said. She said they need, referring to the poor, especially to the young people, they need the gospel, they need education. While we have on our hands the Bible representing the good news, there must be a tangible evidence of the gospel by giving them the education for them to feel somebody cares for them. Amen? Now, what are we doing about this? This church started in the campus by young people who also reach out fellow young people. And because of that, from the very beginning, God has given us grace among the young people. We respect and we appreciate those people, those churches, who go to prisons and minister to their prisoners, bring food there, bring so many things there, and share the word of God. That's their calling. We appreciate churches who go to hospitals, who go to orphanages, and bless those people right there. That's their calling. But as far as we are concerned, this is our collective effort 
Because remember this, we have our individual effort as a believer. Later on, when Jesus Christ would come back, tayong lahat ay haharap kay Lord, meron tayong tinatawag na individual accountability. But at the same time, meron din tayong collective accountability. Now, as a church, tayo po ay nagpo-provide din ng blessing para sa mga young people na walang kakayanan because they are part of poor families, wala silang kakayanan na mag-aral. Now, Real Life Foundation is part of the Compassion Ministry of Victory. In school year 2013 to 2014, Real Life had 240 scholars in 25 areas. Marisabi niyo, Pastor, 240 scholars lang. And million yata ang mga, kaba, million, million yata ang mga kabataang hindi nag-aaral dahil sa kahirapan. So how can you make a difference? Yes, it is true. We cannot make a, di- make a big difference in the lives of millions of young people who are poor but we can make a big difference in the lives of 240 scholars together with their families. We cannot shoulder the burden alone, but we have to provide our share. Amen. Provincial centers, diwiran po tayo sa Tugigaraw, Lawag, Urdaneta, Kabaratuan, Imus, Das, Marinas, Lipa, Batangas, Cebu, Bacolod, Roa City, Dipolog, Sambuanga, General Santos. And here in Metro Manila, we have centers in Quezon City, Novaliches, Caloocan, Metro East, Ortigas, Pasig, Fort, Baralati, U-Belt, Alabang, Muntinlupa. Ito po yung mga centers po natin ng real life. Now, all real life scholars also receive weekly discipleship and mentoring. Ang pangalan po is LIFE. Acronym po yun sa leadership, integrity, faith, and excellence. So we are not just providing their tuition fees and allowances. We also provide the good news of the Bible by mentoring them and discipling them for them to come to know the source of everything they have today. Amen. This April, 50 real-life scholars are graduating from university and vocational schools for a total of more than 200 real-life alumni since 2005. Now, this is our challenge for you. If God is touching your heart to participate in this ministry, you can sponsor one university scholar for one year. For 50,000 per year. Parang sabihin niyo, hindi ko kaya yung minsan ng 50,000. Hindi naman huna ganon. As able, you can give it in different months. Or in, in uh, partial payment. Or one high school scholar for 24,000 through our Adapt a Scholar program. Now, if you are being touched by God to do that, punta ko kayo sa concierge mamaya and ask for more information on how you can be of help for our scholars. Extending our compassion for these people means hope. Hope that is in Christ Jesus. God is giving us an encouragement in 1 John chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. We know what real love is because Christ gave up His life for us. And so we also ought to give up our lives for our Christian brothers and sisters. But if anyone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need and refuses to help, how can God's love be in that person? Verse 18, Dear children, let us stop just saying we love each other. Let us really show it by our actions. Mga kapatid, if we say to people, God loves them, they would understand it more if we show it to them through our action. If we believe that God has compassion on them, through us, make them feel that compassion. Because God's compassion towards us results in action.
towards others. We became a recipient of that compassion so that we can extend and share that compassion with other people. Amen? Let's bow down our head. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the dead to demonstrate His love for people, His love for suffering masses, His love for entire humanity. Isa ka kapatid sa dahilan kung bakit si Kristo ay namatay. And He would like you to have a relationship with Him. Maybe bago ka lang dito, matagal na, but you have not yet surrendered your life to Jesus. Let me tell you this, God has compassion on you. Naaawa siya sa'yo at gusto kanyang tulungan sa iyong sitwasyon. And if you would like help, the first help that you need is to have Jesus Christ in your heart today. We hope you were inspired by that message. For more podcasts, download the Victory Alabang app for Apple or Android devices. And for updates, do join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you and stay connected.